This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money and a bank won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you could need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello everyone and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we are here with Brian Campbell. How's it going? Good, how are you? So t- today's a little different. Um, Brian Campbell is an author. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this your first book? Yes, it is. Okay. So the book is called The Third King, Coronation. So here you go, I'll give you the book. <laughs> and uh, so let's, let's get started. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, first off, just want to say thank you for, for inviting me here. Oh, of course. Um, appreciate it. Um, yeah, I am a first-time author. Um, Basically, I am a business major who works as a customer service manager, uh, project manager, sales coordinator, that type of thing, but basically spent my entire life loving literature, writing, history, anything I could get my hands on, any type of reading and learning that I could do. Um, I like to get into topics and then just read everything there is about those topics. Uh, I wrote a lot of poetry as a kid, short stories, things like that. Never really attempted to have them published, just hold on to them. I have stacks and stacks of papers that I've written um, but always wanted to sort of tell the story of the main character the main character in this book is Ben Gilsom um, so the book is really there's kind of two stories within the book you get Ben's story uh, who's this shy poor kid who grew up in the middle of nowhere and through his education and through his own sort of ambitions to get away from all of that uh, finds himself in Washington DC battling with you know the beast that's there um, sort of a unsuspecting hero. Um, intertwined with that is I invented a secret society called the Brothers of Herod. Sort of a, they're not part of the Freemasons, but their leadership sort of comes from the Freemasons. And I wanted to create my own secret society so that I could sort of play with them a little bit, make them twisted yeah. and dark and mysterious. And, you know, I didn't want to do that with the Freemasons because I have a lot of respect for the Freemasons. And, um, so I created the Brothers of Herod and we get to learn their story. Um, and sort of how Ben's life becomes intertwined with them, sort of some of their mysteries and some of the questionable characteristics of some of their leadership and things like that. So it's a mystery as well as uh, learning about the main character who I intend to bring back in more parts to the story. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I take it just from what we're talking about, um, it's a fiction? Yes. Okay, cool. Is it one of those fictions that's loosely drawn upon real life stuff or events, or exactly. is it pretty much just uh, the loose the loose the loose part comes really from the Brothers of Herod. It's a completely fictitious uh, group of people, um, but there are a lot of historical references. I'm also kind of a fan of history, as is the main character in the book. Um, so there's a lot of stories about real events in history, and uh, you get to learn about sort of lesser known figures in history um, as we tell the story. So a, a lot of that is real. There's there's some speculative history of the Freemasons, sort of what happened to them. You know, do they all go away? Or are, are the Freemasons today the same as the Freemasons yesterday? What happened to the, the main group? Where did they go? How did they end up, you know, living on their lives after they were cast away by the Pope? Um, so that story kind of is, is told, too, with some true history and some speculative history. Um, that's really, in my, in my opinion, very interesting stuff um, that I really enjoyed reading and writing about. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So where did all the inspiration for it all come from? Basically, uh, like I said, I've always kind of liked to write. I've always liked to tell stories. I've always, you know, previously was was a real big writer of poetry and short stories. And um, 
never really wanted to tackle a novel. Never really thought I could tackle a novel. Uh, but the ideas of, of what would make a secret society tick and sort of where do they get their 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 philosophies from and what drives them to do what they do was always interesting to me. And Ben's story kind of parallels my own story a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of stories about me that that happened to Ben in his travels. And so that story I've always kind of wanted to tell. Yeah. And it you can't tell that in a short story. So I sort of read an, wrote an outline uh, about both Ben and about the secret society and sort of thought it would be kind of cool to blend them together and tell a, tell a full novel about it. Um, it was funny because I started this when I was in my 40s. I wasn't a fresh kid out of high school who wanted to be a writer. Yeah. Um, so you could imagine sort of friends and family thinking, oh, yeah, that's neat. You're going to write a novel. Good for you. Uh, but it was something that became a passion, something yeah. that I I spent all my free time working on. I, I talked about it with my family all the time, and they were like, okay, maybe there's something here. So they got behind me, supported me, and uh, helped me, you know, ask questions like, uh, what does a 21-year-old woman wear to a bar? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know these things. So I have a wife and a daughter, and they helped me with some of that stuff, and also, you know, the, the internet and Google and things like that. But it was nice to have sort of people supporting me and helping yeah. me and it's a lot of fun. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. How, long, how long did it take you to... You said you started it when you were four Yeah. Years. How long did the whole process take? Um, the outline was done in 2015, so it took me about two and a half years uh, to really to finish it. Um, the writing process, probably about a year, there was a lot of research. Part of the novel, not only do I research the Freemasons and little historical tidbits along the way that I, they throw into the novel because I find them interesting... Um, we learn a little bit about Ben is an intelligence analyst who works for a private contractor um, hired by sort of Homeland Security, the FBI, to sort of keep us safe. So he's got a he's not he's not a, a government official. He's not a military person. He's not a member of the FBI. He's a private citizen. And we learn about how their day goes, what their office looks like, uh, what type of traits make a person fit into that role. Uh, what is their day-to-day -day like? So there's a lot of research that went into that, um, as well as personal experiences. So it took about a year to get all that together. Um, from start to finish, about two and a half years from idea to print. Um, you know, I worked with an editor for about three months and a proofreader for a couple weeks. Um, and then that's when the novel, the novel came out in October of last year. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. I died. So did you self-publish or did you get a... I tried querying agents for probably three months um, and I didn't really have any luck. So I ended up creating uh, my own my own publishing company, Red Cliff Press, which is really a, a doing business of, of me. Um, so they're registered and uh, I self-published through uh, Amazon KDP. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the reasons I wanted you on the show is... Um, Books come up a lot in the entrepreneurial sure. world, so actually seeing someone start and finish something yeah. is rare, because you know for everyone that starts a book, only what a small percentage of them actually finish. Absolutely, <laughs> and that, that is absolutely true. And in my case, I reached out to a couple of local authors to help me out. Um, Tony Trembley is a local Gosstown author. He writes horror stories. Nice. Um, Steve Hobbs wrote a couple of books, New Hope and Retreads, who I really I knew them through my son played flag football with their son. I was an assistant coach on the team, and then I found out he was an author. 
And I was like, wow, I should probably talk to him. So I reached out to them and they were great. They were like, oh, let's meet up, let's go have a beer somewhere. We'll talk about what you need to do next because I had written my book, you know, I had a manuscript, but I didn't have any idea what I was doing. And I think a lot of people fit into that category where it's like the the task seems, you know, just insurmountable and it's, yeah. it's really hard to go from idea to book and um my advice to those people would be just reach out to someone reach out to me i'd be happy to help um i've been through the process and i'd love to share some ideas there's lots of resources out there as well um that mm -hmm. people can go and find um but really i think your best bet is to talk to some local authors yeah most of them are are really they want to help you out yeah that's good advice yeah i know <clears throat> um I've never published a book, but I've mm -hmm. written a few. Yeah. And the same thing. It's like you write it and you're like, well, what now? Yeah, exactly. You know, figuring out how do you print it? How do you do all this stuff? Mm -hmm. Like, do you get someone to do it for you? Do you self-publish? Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And you have to do the editing and the covers. It's just, yep. it's just, there's always another step that you're just like, oh, I have to do this too. And the, so it must be like a sigh of relief when it really is out. it's a great feeling it's like you know i finally finished and here it is and when you yeah. when you hold that book in your hand for the first time you know you get a great deal of a sense of pride and accomplishment it's, yeah. it's a really nice feeling yeah but um but it's it's not as hard as everyone thinks it is yeah um and like i said if you take every task one at a time get some advice from people out there um it's something that i think anybody can do Mm -hmm. um, it just it's just a matter of sticking with it and following the steps and doing all the things you need to do um, but it's it's not that bad yeah <laughs> you can mm -hmm. do it <laughs> yeah. so you said the, you have a couple more books kind of planned out already yep um, part two is already in outline form oh nice um, I'm kicking around ideas one of the things that I did to write the first part uh, coronation was I would just be thinking about the story after after the outline is written it's like okay just think about the story you know daydream if you need to think about what happens next and i would dictate into my phone emails to myself when i came up with an idea or a scenario that seemed kind of interesting um so i have hundreds of emails that i just sort of put them aside and then when it comes time to start writing i sort of take them out paste them into the you know below the the text where i'm writing and cross them out as I use them or delete them if, you know, that really doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's just a process of just just battling through the story once you've got your outline written. So I'm in outline form now, and, I'm, and I've started sending myself those emails about ideas and conversations that might happen and, you know, twists that I didn't think of when I wrote the outline that might be interesting to add later. Yeah. Um, so there's cool. a lot of that happening hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any tips for people, like, I guess staying productive, kind of staying on track, how do you, yeah. how do you manage all that? I think the biggest tip would be uh, don't give up. You know, it, it's something you can do. You can do it part-time. I mean, I work full-time, and I still work full-time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a couple hours a day if you put effort into it, maybe an hour. Uh, there were times when I'd go a week without doing anything, um, but you'd have to stay with it. Believe in yourself. Um, use an editor. You can... You can spend a ton of money finding an editor, uh, a professional editor, or you can you can use society, not societies, but uh, there's different organizations and groups, you know, writers groups that have resources that aren't as expensive as a professional editor. Um, and just push through. You know, there's groups that read each other's writing, help each other out. Um, you can get it done, and it doesn't have to be uh, this huge, you know, impossible task. Um, but my, my biggest advice would be to just not give up. 
keep keep slugging away. Yeah. Even if it takes five years, some people told me that it took them ten years to write their novel, um, and that's okay. You know? Sounds a lot like my books. <laughs> there's no yeah. I mean, there's no rule. There's no uh, if if you if you're not done in two years, hang it up. No, none of that. Keep going. You know, keep slugging away. Change it. Don't be afraid to change uh, parts and the whole thing and change the story. Create different thoughts and ideas. Um, I guess the best advice would be to just stick with it. Pretty good. Yeah. So people that want to learn, learn a little more, maybe you reach out, contact you, um, yeah. buy the book, how they get a hold of you. Um, you, can, the purchase, you can purchase the book right now on Amazon. Um, searchable by either Brian D. Campbell or the Third King Coronation. It's uh, it comes up pretty quickly that way. Um, you can find it through Goodreads. Um, currently, uh, Gibson's Bookstore in Concord has it on their shelf. Um, working to get into the bookery in Manchester. Not quite there yet, but um, will be. Um, but the main, I think, that the easiest way to find it right now is through Amazon.com. Okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So has it been successful pretty much so far? Um, it's done well. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I haven't quit my day job, yeah. so I don't have any plans to do so. Um, but it, it's sort of, it's meeting my expectations. I and mean, I yeah. didn't set out to be a New York Times bestseller, <laughs> although I haven't given up on that dream. Um, but it's doing okay. It's holding its own. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. I love seeing that type of thing come together. Mm -hmm. And like I said, most people, like I said, they don't even get to that point. So when it's mm -hmm. actually done, you're like, I'm an author. That's right. And it's uh, really cool. during the editing process, I sort of asked my editor, because my editor has way more experience than I do. And um, I asked her, you know, when can I call myself an author? And she's like, Brian, you're an author now, you know? So it's like, you're done. You're an author. So, and that, that's a really great feeling. And when, yeah. when you really, when you realize that for yourself, um, it's a really special feeling. That's really so, cool. Yeah, and, you know, reach out. Like I said, reach out to me. I will help any way I can. Yeah. Um, so I want I want people to, to experience that. It's really neat, and it's worthwhile. It, it, it's sort of a the culmination of all the work and effort. Uh, it feels really good. Pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. Good. Thank you guys so much for watching. Definitely reach out, read the book. Always good to support local uh, businesses and professionals and stuff like that. So I love it. So everyone have a great day.